Every organization has a culture, and few are entirely bad or entirely good. Culture simply refers to how people interact. In one of my early clients, employees yelled the F word with abandon. In another, ownership denigrated employees publicly. Neither culture is better or worse than the other, but both are unlikely to attract and retain the best employees or suppliers or customers. While changing culture takes time and commitment, it is doable. Consider this exercise. My name is Becky Morgan, and you're listening to my podcast series, Finish Strong. The first requirement is to understand the culture you have and the one you want to create. List the two most powerful and positive aspects of your current culture, those you want to keep. Next, List the two most limiting and negative aspects of your current culture, those you want to eliminate or change. Now, using a method like 5Y, try to identify the root cause of each. For the positive aspects you want to build upon, reinforce the provoking behaviors to assimilate them into thinking processes of everyone. You may not have that much work to do here. For those negative facets that you want to change, provoking behaviors must be modified or replaced. Only then can relevant thinking also change. It's so much easier to behave your way to new thinking than to think your way to new behaviors. Let me share the example of two manufacturing CEOs who I deeply admire. They each lead cultures of obvious mutual respect and of financial strength. In observing them, I noticed that each knows the name of every employee, numbering in the hundreds, and calls them by name in every encounter. In talking with one of the CEOs, I confess that while I truly do respect people, remembering the names of hundreds of people is not in my skill set. His suggestion? Simply remember something I admire and like about each one. That way, when I see a person, I will naturally smile. Now that I can certainly do. There is no silver bullet. The goal is to ensure that others know you respect them in whatever way works for you personally. You could eliminate unnecessary approval steps, signifying trust in them. You can share how you've learned from your own mistakes and help others do the same. Whatever behavior effectively communicates what you want others to know is the behavior you need to consistently demonstrate. Collaborative cultures are led by people who collaborate, who ask questions about the insights of and the impact on others. Innovative cultures are led by people who encourage different thinking, who recognize that failure is part of the process. Cultures of improvement focus on process performance. In those organizations, the assumption is that with a capable process and average people, targets will be met. To raise the target successfully requires a more capable process, not better people. Any culture can be changed, but make sure that change is intentional 
or you may not like what you end up with. As with any other improvement, be clear on what to change from, what to change to, and what to change to make the transition. After all, an unacceptable culture is simply another problem to be resolved. You've been listening to my podcast series, Finish Strong, with me, Becky Morgan. For more information, visit my website at www.fulcrumcwi.com. 